and welcome to the J Train Podcast. It's J Train Jared Free coming to you live from the Lower East Side of Manhattan every single Monday and Thursday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling the front. That's how it all works. That's how it is. This is user generated. That's how we live. That is, you are the coal going into the J Train engine that we run off of. You tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears, and then they listen, they enjoy, they either support the sponsors, or they tell a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. That's how it all goes. And I appreciate you for it, because you guys are doing it. You guys are making this happen. You're, you're, you're talky people, and I like that about you. But if you haven't, if you get a chance, tell a friend. And I'm putting videos on my Instagram. I'm putting out the cheese for you to bring some mice. I'm making it as easy as possible on you. I'm making videos. I'm putting up Instagram stories. I'm putting up stuff for people to, you to tag a friend. All you got to do is at blank, at, you know, Johnny, at, you know, Lauren. Put them in there if you enjoyed it. That's all I'm saying. I got... Uh, what you know? Announcements wise, I got shows. I got shows. I got shows. I want you to come, Dallas, Raleigh. Where else? Providence. Come on out. Jaredfree.com. 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 I also just added Kansas City, Missouri, and I also um, added Royersford, Pennsylvania. I just did Philadelphia. Thank you to anyone who came out. I'm coming nearby Royersford. So if you miss the Philly shows or you're from you know the sticks. Come on out. Uh, very excited about today's guest. He's been on before, a hilarious comic. Joe List, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is exciting. I'm pumped to have you. You got And you got big things going on. Yeah, I got I, a big cock and uh, some other huge, stuff. Huge dick. That's the only, <laughs> I, I, I was like, get this big cock dude on this show. We got to talk about it. I... You got a special out, and I listen. We've I we don't get inside baseball here too much, but this is you know we we're gonna answer the emails jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, You and I, but I you put out a comedy special on YouTube. This is the new way of the world, and I want people to go watch it. It's called I Hate Myself. I have watched it. It is fantastic. Tell us about how you ended up on YouTube and what's going on. So I so. Our, my friend Sam Marill had a special. He got a special together. He tried to sell it everywhere. We love Sam. I mean, I mean, even farther back, you could go Andrew Schultz, I guess, is like a vert. You know, he's kind of like, you know, the, the, the original guy that would put this out, right? Yeah, he's all. Well, Schultz is always. He's a guy that he'll tell you what's going on when you see him. Yeah, <laughs> he's not a. Schultz isn't he's, just like a. What do you, what's up with you? He's like, here's the thing. We, we all got to go to YouTube. He's one of those guys that's just preaching. He's a prophet. He's all, he's like yeah. the future. He'll tell you the future of comedy and he's been, you know, right uh, with, uh, with every, you know, and he's put a lot of, he kind of has that story where it's like, you know, he goes around with a, he tapes his own special goes around with it, and is like, where do I put this now? And then YouTube and then Sam Morell, who a uh, fantastic comic. He's been on this show before he puts his out and it does incredible, right? Yeah, exactly. So he, so Sam sort of, I consider like a peer. We're friends, you know, we, whatever. And he tried to sell it to Netflix and HBO, and everybody kept passing on him. So for me, I was like, well, if they all, they passed on him. I'll just, I won't even try. I'll just yeah. go straight to YouTube. So <laughs> he, he kind of paved the way of, of shit. And uh, so I, I shot it on my own, hired a crew. They shot it at the Comedy Cellar Village Underground on a Monday night, right before everything shut down. Yeah. And then Comedy Central gave me some money and threw it on their YouTube. So it's been doing really well. We're close to a million hits. Well, I would assume by this time, this is going to come out in like a couple weeks, it'll be over a million hits. I watched it. It's so funny. It's so good. It's like you, Sam, Mark, um, you know, all have these specials out there that are like fantastic and well done, too. Like I, I watched it. I was like, oh, this is like for real. Like you could put this on a TV and you wouldn't know the difference between you know, Netflix and this. Yeah. So that was the idea. They were like, you got to spend, I paid out of pocket and it was, a, it was a nice chunk, but they were like, you want it to be good. You don't want Netflix. You want Netflix to say no, because they hate you. Not because mm. it's like a shitty video. You don't want it to be <laughs> shot on a phone. So we yeah. did the work. We got like a four camera thing. And, uh, this guy, Jason Katz directed it. 
Uh, I know Jason. He he shot all. Um, I did. I do bachelor recaps with Us Weekly, and he was shooting all those with me, editing those. And I, I he's a really good guy and really knows. Uh, and I remember he told me he was shooting Sam's, and then I didn't know he shot yours. But I, I remember when he told me he shot Sam's, I was like, oh good. I, and, and we'd get done with like an Us Weekly thing, and I'd be like, did I say anything that would get me, you know, run out of planet Earth? And he'd be like, no, 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 you're good. And I like trusted him. Just because of that, you know? Yeah, he's a good guy, and he's a funny guy, and he gets it. And uh, the the special, I was like, I just wanted to look like, you know, a night at the cellar. I didn't want the fucking swoop crane and the smoke and all the shit and the standing O. I was like, I just want Monday (laughs) night cellar comedy. And uh, and he nailed it, and I, I'm I'm proud of it. It's it's doing really well. So it's we'll really good. I I listen to the listeners now. If you're you know if you're like always going around Netflix and getting two minutes into one, go watch this because you're gonna love it. You're gonna watch the whole thing. And I'll say this: you have the nicest comments I've ever seen on YouTube. You have very good like i i go youtube like you're almost there for the video and the comments. Like you're there's like right. two shows going on. You have so many good comments. Oh, that makes me feel good. Well, we make sure on Tuesdays with Stories, the podcast I do with Mark, we just tell everyone, like, go fill up the comments because it moves it up the algorithm, but also you have to make up for all the people that are like, this guy sucks. And you're like, well, p- people are, up, I don't know why YouTube is like the place for like just massive hatred. Like I expect negativity and, and, and like squalor almost like you're just like, right. I don't know what about YouTube makes those types of people come out. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're miserable fucks. And I think there's like actual studies that like people that that troll and write negative comments, they're like actually bad people. Like they are like shitty human beings. <laughs> just, there was some article I read that I was like, oh, this is good to read. Like we should yeah. be praying for them. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm in the position right now where I've been like taping a lot of sets to like and then go and I go through my head of like, Okay, I have these ideas that I want to put out. Like, like I, I, I think we would have already put it out. Now I was just in Nashville. I was like, I did riffs on Nashville for the first three minutes, and I'm like, this would be great for YouTube. I'll call it City Riffs. I'll City Riffs Nashville, and I'll have like a branded thing. And here's me making fun of their town, and and they're into it if it's good, you know. Yeah. And then I like see the tape, and in the room I feel great about it. I'm like, this is killing. Like. I'm starting talking about the town. They're loving it. And then I watch it on, like, I, I like, watch the cut piece, and I'm like, I, all I think about is YouTube crazies. <laughs> like, I'm like the, they're, like, front and center of my mind, but they're crazy assholes. Yeah. That's, uh, it's hard not to think about that all the time. Every week we do a podcast, and there's, like, six people that tweet or comment that I'm like, uh, fucking cherry douche 41 is gonna <laughs> nail me on this one or whatever is, whatever the name is and you're, you're like, worried about cherry douche like, <laughs> exactly. it's like why aren't i thinking of like the hundred people that were in that room that loved every why would i think that anyone just because i moved the venue that it would be different exactly but everything i've ever recorded audio visual whatever it is when i upon re-watching reliving i'm like I am the worst human being on earth. Everything I do, I'm like, that was great. And then I watch it or listen back and I'm like, I am a piece of human garbage and my parents I, are right to hate me. I, I'm, with, I'm with you. Like, especially for me, stand up, I watch it and I go, what was I? I thought this was good. Like, I, I, I thought I was killing. What, what's everyone laughing at? Like, I don't even understand what I'm saying sometimes. Yeah, it sucks. Well, that's part of stand-up, though. When you take it outside of the room, this is one of the reasons I don't really love comedy specials, except everyone should watch mine. Because I just, as a comic, I know how much better it was in the room. Like, even Chris Rock, Bring the Pain, it's like the the best special ever, whatever. If you were there, you would be like, this special sucks. I was in the room, and it was the best night of my life, whatever. Like, you lose so much pulling it from the room to video. Well, we just did a show together at the baseball stadium when, yeah. you know, and that was fun. I had a good time. And but I remember I came off stage and the the person running the show, they it felt like we were like the test, the, the guinea pigs, because yes. it felt like they wanted to do big, huge acts. Not to say, you know, you're over a million hits, so everyone should go watch the special on YouTube. But I'm saying like it seemed like they wanted to like bring in Bill Bird. Like and, right. and to be able to say to him like no it's good and and so she was kind of like hey what did you think and I was like I remember being like listen I I was listening for laughter 
I was like, I wasn't. This wasn't the show that I'm going to go home and be like, oh my god, I'm the you know the king of comedy. But <laughs> I was like, I was like, I did say to her, I go, I felt everyone had fun. Like I, I could see in their faces, I could feel the vibe. That wouldn't translate, I don't think, on like YouTube. Like it wouldn't. It, like I think if I put it on YouTube, they'd be like. Is he just screaming at a baseball park to nobody? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. is anyone there? It would be like comedian tanks in baseball stadium. <laughs> yeah. But I was there, and you killed. And I had a similar experience. Afterwards, the guy that promotes it or runs it, whatever, whoever the guy, I knew uh, Beth, but that some guy that I didn't know, he was like, what did you think about the sound and the tech and the yeah. thing? And I was like, dude, I've done three sets in the last seven months. I'm like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. I was just trying to survive up there. I was sure. trying to remember my bits. I don't know. Yeah. I, I. Well, I mean, we all have like lower expectations. So it's like it's tough to go to him. Like, again, you, you'd only done three sets before. I've done like every wooded area in the Northeast. <laughs> So like I I was like it's better than Central Park it's you know like I was like right. I and I said about and when they mentioned like Bill Burke you know Chris Ro or uh, Kevin Hart that they were like trying to like you know like present this to I was like I don't know what that I I know that they're gonna they're comparing it maybe not to Central Park without a mic like I'm. I'm sitting here like I'm comparing it like to me being on a dumpster like a cat in a Disney movie, you know, like. I <laughs> yeah. I mean, the best part for that show was it's a it was a literal baseball stadium and you heard the echo. So you'd be like, I was yeah. fucking my wife, wife, wife. <laughs> like, well, I, I went first and I came off and I remember in the beginning, I go, hi. And then I heard hi. And I like thought it was funny. So I just like did it again. And then I came off. They go. So thank you. We took care of the echo after like five minutes. I'm like, oh, thanks. You know, like I, I, I had to like go through the, the echo. Well, I was right. like, what, why didn't we have a test? Like, why didn't I know that that was there? No, people never care at comedy. They're like, it's good enough. They'll figure it out. And it well, was fine. I mean, it was a fun night. You killed, by the way. No, I, I had an okay time. I, I appreciate that. We, I think everyone there, but you could feel. In the audience, I, I walked away being like, wow, every this was we all held hands and, you know, we are the world moment. Like it did feel like people were just happy to be out of the house and doing something. And the weather was spectacular. I mean, like all that counts. Yeah, no, it was fun. It was a fun, fun gig. And the weird thing now is like for me, I got to start doing some indoor gigs because I've been like, I'll just do the outdoor gigs. I'm trying to play the game here. But now I'm like, I did that, and I'm like, okay, I got another gig in uh, three and a half weeks. So it's, <laughs> yeah, no, it's no. build an act, you know. Well, well, we're it's coming back slowly, but but you know, listen, if you're out there, Jonesing, but even if you're not Jonesing, go, go find Joe at Joe List Comedy on all social media. I'll be posting them all over my my Instagram. Um, also, go to YouTube right now. Like I've been pushing YouTube on people. My page is is a nothing. Then <laughs> go to Joe's page. And go watch the special. Write a nice comment because both of us are telling you how much we love that. And go watch it. It's a fantastic special. I watched it. I, I was like, you know, I, I, I'll say I don't want to, you know, I'll, I'll feather your nuts a, a bit. But I, I don't want you to think I'm blowing smoke up your ass just because you came on the show. I watched it and I was like, man, it, it, it made it easier for me to write because you're so good. I love, I love like, it, you know, you hear someone's cadence and it almost helps you to like, get the the wheels moving like I, right. I i loved it it was so good so thanks man everyone go watch it i hate myself at joe list comedy let's do some emails you ready yeah i can't wait i'm excited uh j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com also joe has a fantastic podcast we are connected kidnered spirits we started a, uh, our podcast at stand-up new york labs and yeah. moved on from there so i uh tuesdays with stories go 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 if you're looking for a new podcast him and mark norman also, another fantastic comic. Are you ready? I'm excited. I can't wait. By the way, we both have Shelby as our guy. Oh, too. and and listen, the the great the great and wonderful Shelby. I mean, the, 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 Shelby has a cult devoted following on this podcast. Like like people are in love. I mean, my girlfriend is leading that parade. She's like Shelby. I love Shelby, but she's obsessed. What a, you know, just fantastic. Oh man. So um, let's do it. This first one, help, small town girl looking for an uptown guy. 
I, I just love the title of that. That's just that's a, that sounds like Uptown Girl too. Like yeah. Uh, Hey, Jared, Feather Feather, went, went to one of your shows in Nashville this weekend, and it was a much-needed night full of laughter, so thank you. Oh, that, that feels good. Maybe the, maybe the city riffs worked. Um, I live in a small town a half hour outside of Nashville due to my job. For, the, for those curious, I work full-time year-round at a summer camp. Okay, because of this, it's made dating a bit more difficult than I'd like. I have my app location set to pick up guys in Nashville, but I'm fully transparent that I live a ways outside of town. Recently, I have had more than a few fellows comment about how weird it is I would try to date Nashville instead of my small town. Personally, I don't find it that weird as I am always willing to travel into the city, but I also understand that I may seem too long a distance for some. Should I keep doing what I'm doing and hope for some poor sucker who doesn't care I'm a small town girl looking for an uptown guy and don't think it's so bad. Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks for all that you do. Joe List, what do you think of her situation? Do you understand it? Do you have questions? Have you been in this situation where you're dating someone farther away or meet someone who lives farther away? Anything to say? Uh, Yeah, I mean, that doesn't seem crazy to me. I mean, I I don't understand exactly how far she's saying. Are we talking 45 minutes or like three and a half hours? Small town, half hour outside of Nashville. Yeah, half hour is nothing. I mean, like in New York, you date someone in the city, it's a 45 minute train ride, possibly. 30 minutes is nothing. People date on the other side of the country. You know what's so funny is I, I, I agree with you. And... I think it's funny that you and I aren't trying to have sex with her. So when you're trying to have sex with someone, you and casually, you want it like at your bedside table. Right. Like, it isn't crazy to us because we're like thinking of it. You're a married man. I'm living with my girlfriend. We're thinking of it in like terms of like, yeah, if I was to go on a, you know, half hour, you travel 15, I'll travel 15, we'll meet in the middle, we'll go for a drink, have a nice night. But the people that are like, that's crazy, that's their penis talking. Like, right. that is their penis being like, I'm not, like, they're, like they're having a conversation with their penis and the penis is going, you can just masturbate at home to her Instagram profile. We don't need to do this. I don't need right. to travel a half hour, right? And I, well, I get, I, I think you're right, and I get where she's coming from because Nashville's night, it's a city I don't know Tennessee too well, but I imagine 30 minutes outside of Nashville could be a little tough dating pool. It's I, I would imagine that the the pickings are slim if you are a certain type of person. Like I I, I would imagine. Also, again, you get outside of New York. Like I I am always amazed that if I drive a half hour outside of New York City, I am in wilderness. Yes. It is one of those weird things where you're like, oh, it's New York City. I'm a half hour away. And then you're like, there's the, wait a minute. There's all this. Land. It, it, you could just see that the houses are farther apart from each other. So there's just less people. There's even New York. So like for Nashville, I would imagine the same thing. Yeah. And I imagine outside of 30 minutes outside of Nashville, there's a lot of married couples, a lot of fat guys yeah. with rifles next to their bed, <laughs> a lot of Confederate flags, which, you know, that's cool. If Good that's for them. Yeah, yeah, sure. Do your thing. <laughs> you know, I might come to Nashville. I don't want to meet them. But uh, yeah, I, I get it. So I think keep going to Nashville. 30 minutes is nothing. And if you really hit a spark or a th- maybe you could lie and say you live in Nashville. You know, like comics, sometimes you say you live in New York, even though you live in Poughkeepsie or whatever the fuck. Uh, that used to drive me crazy because people would come to New York and like with a new five minutes every time they'd come and just like kill but they were like doing it somewhere else so they like they would just come for a week and do all the great shows right and like and then you'd be like wait a minute i've been you know bombing everywhere with this new premise you know just trying to like you know and i look uh, but that's inside i i i'm with you completely she i i think she keeps it yeah do what you're doing here's the anytime uh again dating apps are a piece of the pie not the whole thing but also, anytime someone says to you, that's crazy that you live outside of the city, I don't find it with. She wrote, um, recently I've had more than a few fellows comment how weird it is. When you're on a dating app, you're looking for anything to say because you have you just have not a lot in common. You have no, you know, nothing to like go from. So saying something weird is weird. It's kind of like a, a crutch of a conversation piece. Yes. Like where you're just like, oh, that's weird that you live outside. Why would you do that? I understand questioning it. 
But if they make you feel bad for it, they are making you feel bad for it because they thought they were going to like, they wanted to be more casual than maybe you were looking for. Yeah. Or they're elitist. Maybe I can't afford yeah, to live in the city. Or maybe I don't sure. like all the bachelorette assholes biking around <laughs> when I'm trying to get my coffee. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Joe list at Joe list comedy. Go, go, go on all platforms. I hate myself. That's the special on YouTube. Go to YouTube, go comment positively, go watch the special. It is fantastic. How to ask a guy to be casual. Hmm. Jared, longtime fan, Feather Feather. To make a long story short, I was exclusively dating a guy for a couple months, but recently we ended things mutually because it didn't seem like the right time or the right match for us in the end and took your advice and got out as soon as I realized this probably wasn't the quote-unquote one. However, I'd like to keep hooking up with him because the sex was so good. We're comfortable around each other. I've already been seeing someone else casually dating during this post-breakup time, but I'd like to see both guys. I think guy number one would be okay with being casual with me, but how do I even begin to ask him this? We don't talk, text, etc. anymore, so this would be beyond... This would be weird to propose to... Would this be weird to propose to him? For reference, he's 25, I'm 23, both in quarter-life eras of our lives, and I'd like to keep fully focusing on myself to, but to be frank i just want to keep getting good dick all around would love to hear your thoughts thank you joe list what do you think i mean f- maybe i'm crazy and i'm old i'm 38 so maybe i'm from a different generation but if i'm a dude and a woman texts me and says hey i'd like to have casual sex with you mm. with no commitment i'd probably be like all right great sure yeah i i'm i'm with you on that um i i I think the problem comes that they dated exclusively for two for a couple months and recently ended things mutually. I don't think any relationship really ends mutually. Like I, I think that's like a very, um, it doesn't happen often. As, right. as much as people think it happens often, you know. Oh no, we're mutually cool with it, and one person like, yeah. But did you bring it up at the same exact time? Did you look at each other and go? I want to break up. Oh, my God. You too? Like, it wasn't that. It was one person got weird and backed off. And the other person was like, are we cool? And then they were like, I just think this isn't right. And they go, yeah, 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 totally. I I, I get it, too. Like, to kind of, like, save face. So, to me, it sounds like she ended it with him. She even writes at the end. Um, But to be frank, I just want to keep fully focusing on myself is something someone says when they didn't want to bother with someone who was being more than what they want. Like, I'm, I'm looking between the lines of this email. Do you understand? Yeah, but I do think even guy, most guys, even if they have serious feelings, because at the very least, they're like, maybe I could get her back, but at the very least, I'll be banging her. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I remember my girlfriend that I was in love with. We lived together, and I was heartbroken, and it changed my life. I was so devastated. If she had been like, listen, we're not getting back together, but I'll come over and, and blow you, and you can eat me out, I would yeah. be like... <laughs> done deal for sure yeah yeah great <laughs> terrific and in my back of my head my own ego might be like i'll get her back with some of my you know tongue Do, would tricks. you would you feel that she was messing with you for doing that maybe that's a good point that's a good you, point you know I, i'm saying like you know i what she the way she presents this is very female to me not to put a gender on this but like the idea that like let's be casual like uh, uh, guys will present that but after they've tried after you've questioned them on it like, I think for her, like, one, if you if you think it's mutual and you think you're both cool with it, fine. To me, if I'm her, like, you got this new guy, you can find other guys. I think, like, it's not, and, and I'm not saying that in the, in the sense that, like, like, oh, it's so easy for women to find guys. It's just, like, you can be casual, you can be on a dating app, and you can be, like, I, I, less, I think you can be less labeled with it. Because when, it, the idea of, like, casual is that you don't, put a label on anything and you don't care to say it's casual. So like for her, if I'm her, a simple, Hey, are you out tonight? Text is casual. (laughs) You know that that's an invite for I'm out. I'm drinking. I'm having fun. I think to like have a discussion is almost like you're almost redating again with new rules. Like I, I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, it sounds like she wants her cake and eat it too, as they say. Sure. That, that happens a lot because like that happens a lot with definitions when someone's like, oh, we're friends with benefits. Friends with benefits to you means something different than friends with benefits to me. Right. And then usually someone gets hurt from that. 
Right. So, yeah, I think it's good looking out. It feels like you're looking out for him a little bit. Of course. I yeah. think I think like but I'm also looking out for her like no one wants to be a bad person. No one's like looking to actively hurt someone. I'm saying if she ended the relationship and he was like a little much and she's like I want to focus on myself and then she comes back to him he'll be like what you said the ego of a man will go oh once I go down on her she'll be back in my midst like right. And and if it's like I, I if they're if you're both emotionally moved on from it a simple text late at night that's like hey I'm out uh are you out drinking at all? Like, and then when they when you guys get together, you say to him, "This is casual for me. I'm really still looking to work on myself, but I, you know, I want to have this fun experience tonight." Like, I don't think it needs to be planned out. Is not casual to me. Right. That's a good point. That's fair. This episode of the J Train Podcast is brought to you by Bubs Naturals. What do bell bottoms, BMX bikes, and beanie babies have in common? They got big, and then for the most part, they went away because that's what fads do. They come and they go. Fads are fun, but when it comes to nutrition, you need facts, not fads. Fact. Collagen is the single most abundant protein in your body. It holds everything together from bones, muscles, and tendons to hair, skin, nails, and even your GI tract, gastrointestinal tract. Wow, I even knew what GI stood for. But once you hit... Your mid-20s, collagen production slows, signs of aging, lines and wrinkles, decreased mobility, and slower recovery all stem from less collagen in the body. You probably aren't getting nearly as much collagen as your body needs to replenish, so if you want to slow the aging process down, Bub's Natural is the way to go. I gotta say, I use it. I'm enjoying it. Mix it in. It's, it, I, I, you know, I put it in. Uh, you know, the, in the coffee, I, 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 I use the little mixer. It's great. Um, I'm using it. I'm enjoying it. And, you know, you know, Jess is enjoying it. She's gotten into it, too. So we're all bubsed out. We love it. Collagen has been shown to promote vitality, improve recovery, and facilitate faster healing. Your joints will thank you, too. Collagen contains glycine, which boosts your ability to bend and flex pain-free. I mean, I'm working out with a trainer right now. I feel pretty good. I feel like I'm, uh, you know, the Bubs is helping. Bubs is also 100% sustainably sourced, grass-fed, pasture-raised peptides. Whole30 approved, NSF certified for sport, keto, and paleo-friendly, and GMO-free. No flavor flavors, fillers, or impurities, nothing more or less than the best collagen out there. Bubs was founded in honor of a fallen hero, Glenn Bub Doherty, who was killed in action in Benghazi, Libya. And in his honor, 10% of every Bubs natural sale goes to charity. So you'll feel great while doing good. That's huge. I love that. Get 20, 20, 20% off your first order when you use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at bubsnaturals.com. That's bubsnaturals.com. That's 20% off with promo code JTRAIN at B-U-B-S. N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S dot com. BubsNaturals.com. Promo code JTrain. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Joe List at Joe List Comedy on all platforms. I hate myself. That's the special. Go, go, go. Uh, this is a little longer. Oh, boy. Okay. Why are men in their 30s still ghosting? Jared, found you during COVID, and I've been listening to you daily. I love how you're able to balance being so entertaining and also thoughtful and honest in your Q&As. Well, thank you very much. Here's my question. Met up with someone from a dating app back in January for drinks, which turned into dinner. Conversation was easy. I really liked him. At the end, he walked me to my car, hugged me, and said he wanted to set something up for the upcoming week. I said that would be great and then left. I texted him once I got home, thanking him for the date, saying I had a great time. He said he had a great time too. Then crickets. I texted him four days later referencing a Netflix show he told me about and didn't get a response. At this point, it's been months, so I'm well aware he ghosted me, but I'm just confused as to what would drive someone to say they would set something up, want to see me again, but never follow up. I know it was just one date, so maybe he didn't feel like he owed me an explanation. I'm 29 and got out of a three-year relationship a few months prior to this 
uh, prior, and this was the only date I've uh, really been on since becoming single, so I feel like I am out of practice with dating. He was 32. I was excited to hear that he wanted to see me again, but then turned around and ghosted me. Uh, and but to turn around and ghost me made me feel crappier than I had ju- uh, than if he had just said no, no, if just not said it. I spent more time wondering what happened after the date than I did talking to him before the date. Is this normal? What can I expect with dating? What would so- why would someone do this? As I have gotten quote unquote older, I've become more direct about my feelings, especially over text when it's low risk. Uh, and I guess I didn't expect to be ghosted by someone around my age. It literally takes less than a minute to send a text saying you are no longer interested. I don't understand help. So, Joe, what do you think? This to me sounds like anxiety. This guy has okay. anxiety. He doesn't. He's stressed out. He doesn't know how to say it. Nobody wants to send those texts. I mean, there's so many things in my life. I'm better about it now. I'm 38 now. Maybe he's an alcoholic, too. This might be drunk behavior. He doesn't want to face this kind of thing. It's hard to let someone down in any ways. I mean, I'm sure she can relate in some ways. Anytime you've had to cancel plans, Mm -hmm. you put it off for a little while. You're supposed to go to your friend's birthday party for drinks, but, you know, something else came up and you just can't bring yourself to text her and he thinks "Ah, it was only one date she'll get over it i I think this guy probably has anxiety i would it's him not you it's not because of you it's because of him yeah i'm with you the the title to me is just flawed why are men in their 30s still ghosting okay ghosting has no age anxiety has no age um and also i don't think he again this is a this is a problem of languaging. Like like I said earlier, friends with benefits to me is different than friends with benefits to you. Casual to me is different than casual to you. We all have our we all are using the same words, but if we have different definitions of the words, then it doesn't matter. Then we that's where we lead to disappointing each other. To me, he doesn't think he ghosted you. He went on a date and I'll say this, guys go on dates and say things to make women feel good. Right. He he went on that date and he knows saying we should do this again makes you feel good. He knows let's do it this week makes you feel good. You again, we're going off the premise that this is one date. A lot of guys and it is one date. They went on one date and she's wondering is this going to happen again? I can't protect her. You and I like I I I this can, this will happen again. Guys, a lot of times, especially with dating apps, is dating apps kind of made it easier for guys with no game to to have game. Yeah. Like, it made it easier for guys. Like, like in a certain era, if you wanted to, like, go out and fuck, you had to, like, go to a bar. You'd have to, like, meet someone that night. You'd have to, like, seal the deal in an hour. Like... That was like, you know, shooting a rifle at a target with your blindfold on. Like you had no you had to go to a bar that had many women. Now the bar is in your pocket and it's ready to go. And and now he can go on a date and use emotional speak. You and it's it's kind of he's trying to like trick women into like being casual with him because he went again. She said it was a uh, drinks that turned into dinner. So this guy Opened up his whole night, was like, drinks, dinner, I'm going to tell her I want more, I would love to have it happen again. Walks through the car, hugs her, he sees this isn't going to be casual, lets her go, and then he goes, okay, do I want to go on day two now? He didn't decide on day two on the date. Right. Like, I, I think a lot of guys go on that first date with all the weapons in their sheath to try and make a fuck happen. And I don't mean to, like, degrade it to that point, but I'm saying, like, uh, again, every relationship starts from a first date, so it can happen that it's a relationship. But I don't think guys are like going. A lot of guys are going on that first date, especially from a dating app, thinking, "Well, maybe this is the one." Like, I don't think that's their first intention. Right, and I, I also just to kind of go back to what I was saying too. It's like we've all done something like that. Sometimes it's just the the discomfort of saying goodbye to someone that sure. you're like, "We'll do it again." I mean, like think about all the times you bump into. We bump into some comedian or this or this woman bumps into just a friend or someone she goes to work with. And you just go, we got we got to hang sometime. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, see yeah, you. Yeah. you just say a thing because it's it's ending. And I, I feel that way 
every interaction I have with 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 comics or associates, you just go, Let, let's 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 do something sometime. And well, you, way you're not, you're just like, I don't know. I don't, you know, it's not that I hate that person or dislike sure. them or I'm unattracted to that, whatever it is. You just go, oh, I said that and I didn't think much of it. Also, you know that it makes you feel good because they feel good. Just even right. saying we should do this again, that is like, hey, that is like saying we did a good interaction here. I enjoyed talking to you here. We should do this again. That's almost like, it's almost like a way of saying I'm having a good time talking to you. I wouldn't mind if it happened again. Right, right. And, go Which ahead. Is, I just wanted to say, too, I mean, and everything I'm saying or we're saying is not to take away from her feeling. It's still a bummer. It still sucks to be like, ah, I like that guy. I thought we were oh, going to see again. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't know. Also, you don't know. A first date, you have no idea. You're seeing the tip of the iceberg. You don't know if he's out of a relationship recently or if like there's another person in his life that he's been trying to get back with and he's using you to go on a date to try and get his out of his head from the girl he just left you, you just don't it, it's one date people go on first dates almost as like medicine for themselves how many times have you heard someone like i just got to get back out there so i can right. forget about the last person like i'm not saying that's exactly what happened but i'm saying you just don't know right there is also a chance that you're very unattractive I would say um, ghosting happens for the person's insecurities. And I think what Joe said in the beginning, it's, it's an avoidance. It, and, and also, again, this is a definition thing. I, thought, I think of ghosting, I think of having sex with someone for a prolonged period of time and then just disappearing. Yes. Like to me, that's ghosting. To, to, to this guy... Going on one date with you and saying a bunch of nice things and then it didn't work out and he's like, uh, do I want to go out with this? I agree with her. A simple text. Hey, listen, I might have said a lot of things on that date, but I, I just don't the, I just don't like, you know, want to keep doing this. I don't think this is the match for me. I again, he might he might be avoiding that because then the questions become different. Well, why would you say you wanted to go out again? And then he like he doesn't know how to answer that question. If he has anxiety, he would go, well, I was trying to have sex with you. And it felt like saying that we would do a second date was a way to get you to come home with me. Um, right. And that right. didn't work. And now I don't want to go out again. He's never going to say that to you. Right. You know, so I, I again, ghosting isn't about you. It's about the other person. It's I, I've ghosted, and it was always because I was like, I don't know what to fucking say, but I'd just rather say nothing at all because that's an easier way to go. Yeah, I've done it with like people's weddings. We were like, ah, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't like, you know what I mean? I mean, that's an exaggeration, but like, sure, there's other ways things. to ghost people. Yeah, people do that, and they're like, I just won't go. No one's gonna notice that I'm not there. You know, like that, that kind of shit. So sure, it's it's Gee. not you. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with Joe List, the special. It's on YouTube. And listen, it's on YouTube, but let's not take away. I, sometimes the YouTube stuff, it can get mur people are like, well, yeah, my cousin's on YouTube. Right, Joe's, yeah. been, <laughs> Joe's been on The Tonight Show, uh, you know, open. You've, you've been Netflix, right? So like, yes. you gotta, it's not like this is like, uh, you know, it's not the same as your cousin. So yeah. go. <laughs> does I, that weigh on you at all? Yeah, no, I had some of the first weekend I did in comedy. The MC was like, okay, cool. He's like, this guy, he's got, a, he's got a special on YouTube. And I was like, the second show, I was like, you know what? Do me a big favor. <laughs> Just say Netflix Tonight Show and has a <laughs> special that he put on YouTube. And you guys are like, okay, okay. Because it I does it. sound like, you know, my cousin can, you know, throw up his... his sure. You know. Whatever. I could put the, you know, I put this on YouTube. I put right. it in the full episodes. I, I mean, it's it's just different. So go, 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 follow, go watch, go watch, go watch, go. How about well, let's stay on the ghosting topic? A ghost with thumbs. J Train, thanks for doing the Lord's work. Sorry I missed your Cleveland show, but hope to see you at a venue soon. Uh, doesn't sound promising. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we were talking hey, about a <laughs> hey, venue. This is pretty vague. Okay. Uh, we appreciate you keeping us all sane with the awesome guests you bring on and the endless laughs you provide. I just hope she's using some of these promo codes during the ads. Uh, here's the situation that could use some diagnosis. I was dating a guy exclusively for about three months. He started getting weird a week or two before my birthday. And then she writes, I've given this advice. B 
beware the birthdays, holidays, and global pandemics because you're about to get dumped. She writes, I know you'll always say beware birthdays, holidays, point proven, and went silent. <laughs> well, this is like, this is back to the anxiety conversation. Your birthday's coming up. Uh, when do you end it? Um, I, You know, you start getting weird around the birthday time because you're like, if we go through this birthday, we are just automatically, without saying it, we've kind of like made a... There's like a nonverbal contract agreement that we are more serious. Yeah, you yeah, know, I, like I, I got a I got a quick story about that. I was please. dating a girl years ago, and you know, I had just got I had been single for so long that I was like, this is when I was like early twenties, and I was like, people are gonna think I'm gay I, or something's wrong with me. I haven't had a girlfriend, so I just started dating this girl that I knew, and mm. we dated for like six months. There was no connection. I didn't really have much feelings for her. It was just kind of all whatever, basic, sure. shitty. And then Christmas was coming. I wanted to break up, but just along the lines of ghosting, didn't know how to do it, didn't have the stomach for it. So I was like, all right, I got to get her a gift for Christmas. And it was like Christmas Eve Eve, which is the last night we we're going to see each other. And on my way to go see her, I remembered like a month earlier, we were at this store and she saw this Audrey Hepburn picture, like painting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I remember her mentioning that. I'll go buy that. I got it for her literally like last second, wanted to break up with her, just grabbed her a gift. She opened it and started sobbing. And she's like, nobody's ever listened to me. No one's ever loved me like this. I can't. I mean, she couldn't stop crying. And she's like, I love yeah. you. And I remember just sitting there being like, fuck. Like, yeah. Too good of a gift. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like. Shit. That's why I'm laughing. I'm like, I, I would feel the same way as you. I was like, oh, no. Like, I was like, I was like, wanted to break up with her any day. And it was the most thoughtless gift, I thought. And she was like, this is so thoughtful. So those those gifts you're afraid of getting a shitty gift or too good of a gift. So people I, definitely get nervous around those birthdays. I mean, it's like, that's why you don't get your 16-year-old a Porsche. Where right. do you go from there? You right. know, like, where do we even do? I, so I, I, I agree with that totally. And I, I think, you know, if you're in a good relationship, you don't think of that at all. If you're in a bad one, you're like, ah, the birthday's coming. I got I to gotta do my accounting on this relationship. I don't know, right. if, like, where are we, you know? Right. What's the monetary value of this? Do I spend 100 bucks, 30 <laughs> sure. bucks, 1000 Yeah. What do I want to, like... And also, I have this weird, uh, you know, thing. I used to have this weird thing with, like, man, when we break up, this will look even more ridiculous. Like, it, like I just imagine her being like can you believe this idiot bought me like look at he thought this was what i you know like i like right. i i just imagine them talking about me being a loser for getting a certain gift 100 percent. i feel that way i have a wife and i fear that when i die <laughs> she'll be like one birthday he got me you know a lego set or whatever the hell <laughs> you know so <laughs> she says uh, a week or two before my birthday, um, he started getting weird a week or two before my birthday and went silent. I finally had to text him a few times to get, get it out of him that he couldn't see us together long term, so it ended. Fast forward a few weeks, and he keeps liking my Instagram and looking at my stories. I know I should just remove him, but let's be honest, I'm nosy too. Why do guys do this? He broke up with me. Does he feel bad for me? And this is like charity likes or something. I know I shouldn't care, but it befuddles me. Thanks, ye wise wizard of Haas. All the best. <laughs> Take the name out. Sorry. Bleep that out at the end. Okay, so Joe List, what do you think? Well, I think the, the looking on Instagram, I think we're all addicted to social media and guys just want to look at as many women as possible. So they're curious. Yeah. They're looking. They want to see if you've gained weight, lost weight, imagining you naked, possibly, or just or maybe it's just on there and he scrolls through Instagram all the time and you're popping up. I mean, Insta stories, it says you look at them, but it says that even if you just go click, 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 like even when you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Through, so. You don't know how much time he's spending looking at you. You might just still be on his feed or he's he's contemplating. Maybe I, should, I made a mistake. Maybe I should go back to her or whatever. There might be multiple women he's seeing. Hard to say, but I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. On, I'm with you on all of the I think the stories are different than the likes. So mm. I think you can be a story watcher without liking and it can feel like a little classier it's a little bit more removed. It's not as active. Um, also, when you're in a relationship with someone and then it ends, the the unfair part and the reason you should block anyone right after a breakup is that they're at the beginning of your of the algorithm for you. 
You have I, played with their page a lot recently because you guys were together. So now your stories come up first. So it's kind of unfair. It's right. like we've just broken up and now she's at the front of the line every single time she has something to say. So there's a little bit of that going on with him watching your stories. Him liking your posts, I think, is different. I think guys do this considering they dated for about three months and then it fizzles out because he doesn't see it long term. To me, liking her pictures is like a, a signal of like, yeah, I'm still cool if you want to like come back here and, you know, fuck me. You know, like I, I think that's like a little bit of like just letting you know he's friendly to you. He's letting you know I'm friendly. I'm here. If you need anything like uh, giving me a blowjob or to, like have sex with me, I'm here. But I'm here at the same level of commitment that I left you. That doesn't mean I don't think it means he'll be more because he's doing the laziest version of goodwill. It takes half a second to like the post. So I think if she feels that this is weighing on her mind, you have to block him. You have to unfriend him. If he, you know, the biggest fear with blocking someone or unfriending someone or unfollowing is you'll get a DM being like, what the fuck? And you could just honestly say like, hey, it was kind of like annoying. It was bringing me backwards mentally. And not to say you're a bad person, but the liking was confusing me. I want a relationship and you weren't going to give me that. So the likes kind of felt like, uh, a waste of my mental time. And and you, that's a, something that if you said to someone, I know we fear that type of conflict, but like that's a pretty reasonable thing to say to someone that you were in a relationship with. Yeah, and I think it feels good to get a little communication going. I, I think that's good to, to set boundaries and assert yourself and say, hey, quit liking my post, you douche. Sure. So like even if you don't say it first, so I would say like unfriend, unfollow, block if you have to because if that makes you feel better... And if that communication, and then you'll be relieved of it. it. It is unbelievable with social media that if I see a shitty thing on Twitter, the minute it goes away from the screen size, I feel better. Right. So the minute I get more notification that pushes it off of my screen, I'm like, wow, I feel a little bit more refreshed. So I think that's the same with like, once you block this person, you will feel better. And if they message you, you go, hey, listen, I, every time you like my post, I, would, I was sitting here thinking about you and I'm trying to move on from you. Right. I think that's good advice. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Talkspace. Taking care of your mental health is a necessity, but it shouldn't break the bank. I have to say, I love this sponsor. Um, right now, we're all dealing with a little more stress. We're all dealing with variables. Things have come into your life. Coronavirus, uh, the, the economy, the uh, big election coming out. All these variables cause for anxiety. And it's hard to find someone to speak to about that. And I know a lot of people come to this podcast to feel good, to feel commiseration, to hear other people with problems so that they feel that their problems aren't as big. And that's great. But let's go to a professional, a professional. And, and it's hard to find a professional. That's probably the hardest part. Like I remember I was looking for a doctor and it's like, what do I do? Google doctor. And then I just trust this guy with my life. No, 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 no. Especially. It, so I think with, with, with talk space, it gives you a space that you can kind of do, a, you know, you can put your foot into the professional therapy waters. Talkspace is online therapy that's here to give everyone support because we all need it right now. They'll match you with a licensed therapist who you'll be able to reach out to 24-7. That's right. Whenever something is on your mind, you'll hear back five days a week. And there are other benefits to online therapy. It's affordable. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. One month on Talkspace costs about the same as a single in-person appointment. And once you're in their network, you'll have access to thousands of therapists. That's huge because if someone doesn't fit you, you can move on to someone else and figure out that fit. That's a big deal. They have experience treating a range of issues, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, relationships, food, and more. We all need someone to talk to, and Talkspace wants to give us the licensed support we all deserve at a price we can afford. Just for you, my listeners, get $100. That's right. Get $100 off your first month with code JTRAIN. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app and use code JTRAIN to get $100 off your first month. That's JTRAIN and Talkspace.com. So Talkspace.com, promo code JTRAIN, $100 off. That is what we call a great deal. 
The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Hiring can be difficult, but if you're a company that's currently trying to hire, you face new difficulties from safely reopening your doors to finding the right person for a pivotal role. Product Fulfillment Solutions was one such company. They needed to hire an organized, detail-oriented executive assistant, so they turned to ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology finds people with the right skills and experience for your job. In fact, four to five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate with in the first day. And that's how Product Fulfillment Solutions found Christina Romboletti for their executive assistant role. Christina lost her job during COVID-19, so she created a profile on ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter identified her as a great match for the Product Fulfillment Solutions role and sent them her profile. Then the CEO reached out to Christina and invited her to apply to the job. She applied and quickly became a top candidate. Two days later, she was hired. Look, at that's a great story. ZipRecruiter helped Christina find the right job and they helped Product Fulfillment Solutions find the right person for their role fast. See how ZipRecruiter can help you hire. Try it now for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. JTrain Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Joe List. At Joe List Comedy. I hate myself. That is the special. Let's do one more. Is that cool? Yeah, of course. Let's do it. Um, okay, this is a little longer, but I, I, I love the the title. Because sometimes people write in with these things, and I don't think they're hard on themselves. She wrote, help, I messed up and feel horrible. You ready? I'm ready. Jared, longtime listener, I actually have turned a lot of local comedians onto your podcast and Twitter, and they all say you're an inspiration and funny as shit. Well, that's way too much, but thank you. Personally, I live for the holiday tweets. I like doing those too. Thank you. I've supported you through Patreon in the past and can't wait to see you back on the road on the, out here on the West Coast. I uh, saw you at Flappers a couple times and never laughed so hard. This is all very nice. But I do need some advice. I'm a bit older than your typical listener, mid-40s. But I am single with no kids. So basically, I'm still acting like I did when I was in my 30s. I live in a smallish coastal community town, not large, but not too small, but fairly laid back. It's hard to date online because it's a lot of the same people, so I don't do that anymore. I do have a bar that I go to just to have some social interaction. It was getting getting hard being single, living alone, working from home by myself. When the bar reopened last month, I found myself going down uh, for happy hour a bit more. It's fun. I have friends there I've known for years outside of the bar, and the bartenders always take care of me. I always said I would never hook up with anyone from there because it's a safe space for me, and I never wanted to worry about drama. I casually went out on a couple dates with a guy over Christmas, but we never hooked up, and I preferred it that way. It was just fun to go to parties at at the time. That all being said, I have been kind of naughty lately. Here we go. It's going to get sexy. I've gotten more action in the past three months than I have in my whole life. That's got to be happening now with kind of things opening up. Yeah, I just talked to a friend of ours, and he was saying, and he's been he's a he's a cocksmith, a, a ladies' mm. man, and he just said he's gotten laid more times in the last six weeks, different girls, ages, everything than he ever has ever. Because I, I think women have been pent up to or whatever that word is. I don't know that word, but pent up, pent up, yeah, 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 for for months, and they're ready to rock. And also, I think like. I think we're going to come out of this with people taking, I'm hoping, taking life a little less seriously. Where they're like, listen, I I just got to like, you know, who cares about my numbers anymore? Who cares about, like, this is a nice person. Let's have fun. You know, I think think people, like, are going to cherish things a little bit more. I would would hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Even their casualness. Like, I I like hearing this from this woman. Yeah. Uh, not all in this town, but most of it. Luckily, I'm fairly attractive and still look young. Well, I, listen, you're great. My problem is I never really like like any of the guys. I kiss and make out a lot. I don't take home guys per se, but I finally did a couple months ago with this guy who I've known for about a year. I always thought he was cute, super shy, quite artsy, photographer type. Anyhow, we got together twice. I just thought it was a hookup and I was fine with it, but I always did worry about how he would react when I would see him again. He is a bit of a loner like me, so we connect that way. I have been thinking about him a lot. We never text or chat or anything. I'm fine with it. At least I thought. So the other night, I ended up getting a little drunk. I'm usually just buzzed, never drunk. And I saw him. Went over to chat, but didn't get the feeling he had much interest in chatting. No biggie, but I was a little disappointed. He tried to show me something about his photography. 
photography on his phone, but it was too crowded and loud to discuss it. It was his logo for the company we had discussed prior. Anyhow, I ended up walking away and ended up making out with this other guy in the corner later that night. I look up and saw the other guy staring at us. I could see he was a little bit disappointed. Now, looking back, I don't think he was disinterested in chatting. I just probably read it wrong. Who knows? I've never felt so bad and embarrassed. My question is, if this was you, how would you feel? I don't want to make him feel bad or embarrass him at all. I know he and I won't have much of a love connection, but I like and respect him. That's it. I feel like I kind of disrespected him. What do you think I should do? Just let it go? Just act like nothing happened when I see him again? I am not going to text or call him about it, uh, but I just want everything to be okay next time I see him. Your advice is spot on, so I would love your thoughts. So it sounds like it's a little confusing from her email. It is a little confusing to me. Because we didn't need all the other stuff. It sounds like she did this at the bar that she feels is her safe space. It sounds like like she goes to this bar. She's now hooking up a little bit. And now she's hooked up with one guy at the bar, and then all of a sudden that she didn't get the response from him. He want, next time she goes, she didn't get a good response from him. So then she ends up making out with another guy at her safe space bar. Now her safe space bar is full of guys she's made out with, and she doesn't want it to be weird anymore. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. So she's worried about hurting the guy's feelings, not her feeling awkward, it sounds like. I, I got I to assume it's a little bit of both. Like, right. I, I, I think... She feels bad and embarrassed. She wrote, if this was you, how would you feel? So I think she's worried that like she's hurt a guy's feelings and also she feels bad and embarrassed and like doesn't want to walk in and, you know, and see him and like not have this hashed out. I think, what do you think? I I have some thoughts, but. Yeah, I would just try to communicate, I guess. I mean, maybe that's too dramatic to communicate with this guy, but maybe just say, she said, I'm not going to text or call him about it. So she's kind of made that decision already. I guess it's all about what you want and you make that decision. She doesn't want to text or call him about it. So maybe she sees him at the bar and just goes, ah, that was wild, whatever. I will say this. If, if a guy is made out and maybe I'm just projecting, but if a guy's made out with a woman, he thinks it's in some degree, he could do it again. Yeah. So just be ready for him to try to make out again. Yeah. I, I, the idea of like, And this is kind of the theme of today's episode with like labeling and then and then feeling like the label changed. Like she says, like we hooked up. I I thought nothing. I thought it was just this. I don't think guys do that. I don't think I've ever hooked up with someone and said, well, that like and been like, well, that will be a three more time thing. Like I. A hookup is just a hookup is just a hookup. Like, I don't think guys, like, again, I, I do think guys will go, yeah, we it was we hooked up that night. I don't think I'll be texting her again. But I do think it's way less, like, <clears throat> like, I think a lot of times women will, like, will, because I get emails like this all the time where they'll, like, she's, like, she wrote it in the email. The answers are sometimes in the email. Um, She wrote about, like, but I always, uh, Eddie, I, we got together twice. I just thought it was a hookup and I was fine with it. Like, and then any, and, and I, a lot of women will write and be like, I just thought it was this. And then any form of nicety after they're like, whoa, whoa. And you're like, yeah, of course he's going to be nice to you. Of course he's going to want to make out again. Guys like options. Guys like having someone that they feel, again, the, what you said before, where it's like our egos, we're thinking, oh, I'll get her again because I'm me. Right. You know, so I think like for her, like I, I, I know this is hard. Like you got to get away from like, well, I thought it was this. It's going to be that. No, he's going to let this be medium forever. <laughs> you know, like you're going to be a hookup option for a good amount of time. Right. So I think I, I know she's against calling or texting. But to me, if you texted him, hey, saw you in the bar, felt a weird vibe. So I kind of walked away. Um just want to let you know, like, I hope we're cool, and I, I hope to see you again soon. Yeah, I think that's fair. Also, this other guy, he's probably not thinking about it that much. He's probably like, oh, I made out with that chick. That was crazy. And then maybe yeah. his buddy's like, oh, maybe you could fuck it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I got this other girl I'm hooking up with, but maybe I'll try to make out with her. I'm, I'm not sure, but it's very possible this guy is not worried about or even had his feelings hurt. I mean, if he drank like I drank, he doesn't even fucking remember. 
Sure. So, yeah. So, you know, you you don't know. I guess I guess communication is is best, but that again, that might be true dramatic for what she's looking for. But I even think sometimes it's like sometimes you send a text for yourself and not the other person. I just like I I do feel better when I'm like, did I have a weird interaction with that person? Hey, I just want to let you know, like we're cool. Like right. I I enjoy seeing you. Hope to see you again. Like I I think that's like you can write a text that no needs no response. Sure. Like. So like a text that's just basically like, hey, I enjoyed, uh, you know, seeing you the other night. It kind of felt like you weren't down to talk. So I kind of like backed away. Just want to let you know if you see me at the bar, I always love seeing you and hope to see you soon. And then that's it. And then you can kind of like feel I would feel better from that text. Yeah. Or or you just pack up and move to a different town. I mean, that's find also a new an bar. Find yeah. a new bar. Co- <laughs> Get the hell out of there. Yeah, find a new coastal town. And but I I, I think like it, some of her email kind of like sits on the idea of like, well, I guess I missed an opportunity to like maybe have something more with this guy because I made out in front of him. I don't think he thinks that way. I think this story of like we made out once, then I saw her making out with another guy in the bar, and then. I, I I would be open to more with that person. Right. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Joe Liz, thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was fun. I I enjoyed it. Fantastic. I want everyone to go follow Joe at Joe List Comedy, Instagram and Twitter. So funny, so great. He's on the road. He's doing outdoor shows. He's got the special. I hate myself. It's on YouTube right now. Go watch. Enjoy it. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday and Thursdays with your emails, your stories, your questions. Keep sending them in. Keep doing it. I'm doing shows on the road. JaredFreed.com, JaredFreed.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.